Welcome to episode one of The Verdict. Now, in this episode, we're just going to be going into the introduction of the whole topic of the verdict. And yes, as you've read by the title, episode one is the choice. But before we get into this a bit deeper, let us just pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, O oh God, for your royal priesthoods all around the world. I thank you, Lord, oh God, for myself. I thank you, Lord, O oh God, for the revelation that is going to come forth in this episode. And that as they hear, they will put it into practice because faith without works is dead. Thank you, Lord, O oh God, that your children all around the world are blessed, are highly favored, are prosperous in all that they do, Lord, O oh God. And yes, as a result of this episode of the verdict, Lord, that I will be strengthened, that they will be strengthened, that we will be reproved going forward, seeking first the kingdom of God. And all else shall be added unto us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, in today's episode, it is just me. (laughs) Today's first intro one is a shorter one. And it's just me today. If you're new and you're listening, you know, tuning in from the beginning, welcome to the verdict. Um, Welcome to the kingdom family. So let's get into it. What is the point of the verdict? What is it about? And, you know, where did this concept come from? Okay. So the title says the choice. And it's basically talking about God's way or your way. As you've probably heard in the trailer. You know, what is the verdict of your life going to be? Is it going to be God's way or your own way? And that title, The Verdict, you know, I am a legal student. I work on the side as well. I am almost finishing my master's and LPC very soon. So that title, The Verdict, that the Holy Spirit led me to, It all started from this tremendous revelation from God for a friend. I was sleeping and there was just an outpouring of revelation from the Holy Spirit. And I was just writing and writing. And this word was for a friend. There wasn't a title then called the verdict. It was just a word for a friend. And then I was speaking to one of my mentors, leaders. And he said, actually... You should preach it as a sermon. You should have it as an outreach, have it as a talk. Then I ended up having an outreach. And then later on, it's been tweaked, obviously, and gone into the further depth to create the podcast, The Verdict. Now, I want to start off with the scripture in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, which says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. 
all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So the word of God is profitable for reproof. So we are here to be reproved by the word of God. That is what the scripture is saying. That is how I understand it from the scripture. It's telling us that his word is profitable. So that means we're to be corrected to make sure that we continue in this obedience, in this walk of righteousness. So when the word of God is speaking to you, it's not to guiltify you, but it's to correct you because guilt, of course, does not come from God. God's main wish is to correct you it says in first timothy chapter 3 verse 16 as we read now the verdict there's so many decisions you see in fact every day you take decisions every day whether you know it whether you're going to school whether you're going to work you decide let me take should i take the bus should i take the train should i take the car should i walk should i cycle you're taking a decision you're taking a choice you're choosing a way, right? You're choosing a way. Now, the verdict, obviously, is a different kind of podcast. It's, it's more targeted into looking at what God's word says. And why God's word is better, which we'll look at in episode two. What are the advantages, you know, of God's way and the repercussions of your own way? You know, I love God because God gave us free will. He gave us a choice. He said, I'm not going to impose the decision of salvation onto you. It's your choice. And there will be consequences to whatever you choose. Now, the choice, you know, the choice, like I was saying before, there's so many choices in life, in a lot of things that we do, we take choices on an everyday basis. And whether you like it or not, there's consequences. So there's consequences for God's way and there's consequences for your own way, for your own way. And it's very interesting because... Some Christians have faith, you know. In fact, there are many Christians. There's some Christians I've met that have faith, but don't have the fear of God in them. Like, they don't fear God. We're not saying that you should be frightened of God, you know, because you have a mighty king on your side. We're not saying like, oh my days, how do I put this? The fear of the devil is not the same fear that you should have of God. The devil has been put under our feet, as scripture tells us. But when I'm saying do not have the fear, when some Christians don't have the fear of God in them, it's like they don't care that they're walking against the word of God and they don't care about the consequences that there are thereof. I am concerned of the consequences. I fear God because God is mighty is to remind myself of that, okay, you you know, God is a loving God, you know, God is a father, God is my friend, God is, you know, but at the same time, God can never be like, 
my mate, <laughs> my everyday mate. Let me be careful how I phrase this. This is this is from my point of view, okay? You may disagree, and that is completely okay. This is my point of view, and that is completely okay if you do disagree. That is okay. This is why this is a podcast. <laughs> so when I say some Christians have faith but do not fear God in them, okay, they just walk away from the word of God. They just be like, I don't care what the word of God says. And that is their verdict. They have chosen that path. That is your way that you've chosen, you see. But I can't just, I have the fear of God in me. Like if God tells me to do something, I'm actually, if I, if I don't do it, I feel so unsettled. Like my life, my purpose is to please God, you know, is to please God because God has done so much for me. God has blessed me with so much for my existence here. You were not a mistake. You were not a mistake. You were not a coincidence. God loves you and God desires for you to be successful. But he doesn't want you walking away from his word because his word is his advice for you how to get through life, you know? how to get through life if you choose to work away from the word of God and then now start calling back to God please help me God was like I gave you the instructions I gave you the manual you decided that you wanted to do things your way I'm not going to force you I'm not a god of force I gave you free will the choice is yours and having the fear of god makes you be accountable so you don't just be like let me just talk to god and like let me just treat god anyhow you know when you go to pray like god already knows if you're angry so if you start pretending god already knows like that you're angry or that you're sad or whatever the case may be you know you but having the fear of God means that you, there's accountability. You know that, A, I'm not going to mess with God because he's a mighty God. And we see that in the word. He is a mighty God. Praise the Lord. Because if you don't have the fear of God in you, this is where people start listening to their own sound doctrines, walking away from the word of God. And that is what we're calling your way. Your own sound doctrines is your way, right? It's not the word of God. And in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, it says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. Who is they here? Because I read it from the King James Version. Who is they that here? So if we look at the NIV version, it says, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrines. People, us, people. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. 
You see that? They, people, will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. So God says, do it my way. You're like, nah, God, I know better. I want to do it my way. And that is what your itching ears want to hear. This is why this podcast is titled The Verdict. Because when your way is not deeply rooted by the foundations of God, that means you're trying to suit your own desires. That is basically it. And there will be consequences. You choose that way, and the next there will be consequences. So you can't just say, be like, oh, today I feel like listening to to this. Oh, today I feel like, feel like breaking into someone's house. Oh, tomorrow I feel like, you know, robbing a bank. Oh, on like on Friday, I just feel like, you know, burning down something. What? <laughs> what? No. Who is that speaking to you? That is not God speaking to you. That is not God speaking to you. God is a God of order. God is a God of order. You're going down burning places. That is, God never commanded you to go down burning places. That is not you being, you know, God is a God of order. And that is not you walking in orderliness, in righteousness. Before we proceed, let's take a short break and reflect on what we've heard by listening to an excerpt of the song Wonderful King and we shall be right back on episode one of The Verdict. Stay tuned. example is church hopping where every Sunday certain Christians feel like they just go to a different church every Sunday how are you going to grow in the things of God doing it that way every Sunday I go to a different church every single Sunday so today you're here the next month you're there the next month you're there next month it's just like where is the consistency? For example, when you go to school, you don't just go to a different school every day for ed- education. When you when you started a course, you know, at college, when you started a degree at uni, every day you don't be like, oh, I'm going to University of Oxford today. I'm going to University of Birmingham today. I'm going to University of... Um, Whatever the case is, I'm going to University of Bristol today. I'm going to University of Manchester. Like, you can't be hopping every day to a different university for lectures. Do you see how problematic that is? Even when kids go to school, you can't take them to this school today. Then 
next week you take him to the next school, the next week, the next week. There is no consistency. There is no consistency. You cannot grow that way. You cannot be one foot in and one foot out. You won't grow that way. Praise God, you won't grow that way. Because remember, when you're at school, there are things that they teach you about. It's like, it's like in your mom and father's house, the things that you learn, the things that you learn that form part of your character. So, for example, if you have started an accounting course or let's say a, a law degree course or whatever the case may be, or an architecture um, degree. Apologies, I'm not sure if it's called an architecture degree. You can't just say you can't just be like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pop in today i'm not popping tomorrow like there's no consistency you're not gonna grow you're not gonna acquire the knowledge that you need for the profession you're not gonna acquire the information to be able to combat the issues and problems that may arise in your profession in your walk and it's the same thing with the word of god how will the holy spirit guide you when the word of god is not in you how will the Holy Spirit guide you when the word of God is not in you? How will God speak to you when there is not even one single scripture in you? How will God reprove you then? Because every, every Sunday you're, you're found in, in this church and that church and this church. You cannot be church. You have to stay in one place and be consistent and grow in that place. To find your core, to find your purpose, to create impact where you are because we were all given a command to win souls for christ we were all given that command to win souls for christ praise god so that are that are those are some of the things like just to trigger your thoughts in this podcast of the verdict and another thing is that many of us think we can walk in sin and expect success from God. Yes, God, bless me in this new relationship, even though God never told you to enter it. You decided to secretly go and get married and not telling anyone about it. You think God told you, but in fact, you told yourself. In fact, you convinced yourself, oh, yes, he's worth settling for. She's worth settling for. Who was speaking to you? Your body is the temple of the Most High. The devil fights to inflict his thoughts. You see, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. But even demons wants to dwell in you. Your house is a temple of the Most High God. That's why God uses vessels, us as vessels, to carry out the work that he has set for us, the target that he has set for us. And the same way, the devil also uses people to cause destruction. You see, that's, you, can't just let, you can't just allow any thoughts to dictate your actions you're feeling angry doesn't mean that you have to go and destroy something god's way is beneficial hallelujah so 
you're like god bless me in this new relationship i never consulted you about it you are being clouded by emotions and feelings that is the honest truth and i'm going to show you a scripture relating to this you know i've made mistakes in the past myself where i've just done things because i feel like doing them who told me to do them i would sit and justify god told me to do this no vicky god never told you to do that god never told you to insult that person no love is patient love is kind it does not envy does not boast oh he seems nice you you just be like he seems nice you know let me entertain this person or let me marry this person because of their niceness. Who told you niceness is the criteria for marriage? In fact, the only criteria. Have you read Ephesians 5? Have you read Proverbs Proverbs 31? It says many things in that. Your feelings told you to move to another location. I just need a change. But let me just move to this place. And then you walk away from the call of God upon your life. You walk away where God has sent you to be, to establish his will for your life, to win souls, to, you know, to carry out his work. You decided that this place is just not good enough. This place is not good for me. I'm just going to go here. Okay. There will be consequences for the action. And you know, God is such a gracious God. God is such a gracious God that sometimes we mess up, gives us opportunity to start again. So Proverbs chapter 19 verse 21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. The NLT version says, the New Living Translation says, You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. I learned that earlier <laughs> in, in the year of 2022. <laughs> trying to plan things and god was like no no this is this is not the way this is not the way it's going to be the king james version says there are many devices in a man's heart nevertheless the counsel of the lord that shall stand there are many devices devices remember what we talked about doctrines doctrines running your heart sometimes you think that was the voice of the Lord talking, but it was in fact the devil speaking to you. Nevertheless, it says, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The counsel of the Lord that shall stand. What are the synonyms to counsel? I want us to look at that. Recommendation, consideration, direction, advice, tips, instruction, information. I looked that up. If someone's wondering, words to the wise, tips, that's just some of the few. Nevertheless, the counsel, the recommendation, the consideration, the direction, the advice, the tips, the instructions, information, the words to the wise, the tips of the Lord that shall stand. You see, God's word is never void. God's word is truth and light. And God's word is your best navigator. It's your best dictionary you know it's your best advisor for this life that you're in only the counsel of the lord that shall stand that means god knows his way is dependable and it works that's why he has given us 
all those things that he tells us in his word. And Proverbs chapter 8, verse 32 to 36, I just want to show you something. Now, therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. You see, heard that? Blessed are they that keep my ways. Blessed are they that follow God's way. You see that? That actually preserve his ways. So in the verdict, God's way or your way. Blessed are they that keep my ways, the Bible's telling you. Let's continue. Verse 33. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. Verse 35. For whosoever findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favour of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. In Proverbs chapter 8, wisdom is speaking to you. Wisdom is speaking to us. It's in first person for a reason. Wisdom is talking to you. Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. We're going to talk about obedience in episode 3. Whosoever findeth me findeth life. Verse 35. Whosoever findeth me findeth life. You find wisdom, you find life. Blessed are they that keep my ways. That's part of verse 32. What is your verdict going to be? What is your choice going to be? At the end of this podcast, at the end of every episode, what is the choice going to be? Your verdict. Are you going to choose life? Or are you going to choose death? That is what the word of God is telling you. Let's read verse 36. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. Or they that hate me love death. Wisdom is telling you, everyone that hates me as wisdom, you love death. Wisdom has told you. So now... The decision is up to you. The decision is up to you. And that's what we looked at in um, Proverbs 19. Proverbs chapter 19 verse 21. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The counsel. So wisdom, we saw what wisdom said in Proverbs 8. Wisdom is speaking to you. So Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. One of my favorite scriptures. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. All the things that you desire. Because if you go and read that chapter, obviously it's important to always read the word in context. And now I'm taking out scriptures. But go back and reflect and read this for yourself. Verse 21 in that same book says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So if your treasure is in money, your heart will be there also. If your treasure is in the things of this world, 
your heart will be there also. If your treasure is in deception, your heart will be deceptive. That scripture, if your treasure is in the things of God, there will your heart also be. That is it. That is it. And this part of the Bible where it talks about in the same book, Matthew chapter 6 and in verse 24, it tells you, No one, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You see that? You cannot serve two masters. You will hate one and love the other. God is telling you that. So if you love the things of this world, you're not going to have time for God. There's loving things of this world too much where you now neglect God. And if you love God, you won't have time for the things of this world. Do you see that? So, so, so profound. So... Your way or God's way? You choose your way, there's no way you're going to have time for God's way. You choose God's way, which is the best decision, the best verdict you can take for your life. You know you will find life. We read it before. We read it before. And in verse 31 of the same book, it says, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or without shall we, we be clothed? Don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink. And it says, But if you seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, all things shall be added unto you. So seek God first. Put him as number one, number one priority in everything you do. There is no way that, other things shall not be added unto you. There, there is no way. God says it in his word and his word is not void. It is not void. So with that said, what is your verdict going to be? God gave you free will. God gave you choice. The word of God is your navigator. And that is all on episode one of The Verdict. Thank you for tuning in and listening in. And please, you're more than welcome to like our Instagram page, which is called the underscore verdict pod, P-O-D, on Instagram. And also feel free to go like our Facebook page. All these details you can find in the information section of the verdict if you're tuning in on apple podcasts or if you're tuning in on spotify or on anchor fm and also sending your comments your voice notes what are your thoughts what actions you're going to take forward do you disagree all thoughts are welcome in any revelation you may have and stay tuned for episode two of the verdict next week we'll go into much deeper revelation And we'll be looking at God's way versus the repercussions of your way. You don't want to miss it. God bless you.